Hi, my beautiful people. Welcome if you are new, and welcome back if you are not. This is the second episode of my podcast, and I am very excited about this because I thought this would be such a hard process to do, but it's honestly not. And that is really nice. I hope everyone is doing well, and I hope you're ready to jump into today's topic. As you could probably tell from the title, today we're going to be discussing how to develop an efficient study routine. My mortal enemy, the thing that haunts my every waking second, it kept me up late or had me waking up in the ass crack of dawn. Everyone's least favorite thing to do, unless you're smarty pants. And in that case, lucky you, studying! Yay! Back when I was in school, I hated studying with a burning passion. I'm not a studier. I'm more of like a hands-on type of person. And studying was a lot of just sitting at your desk and looking at papers and being bored. It was literally like teachers would be pushing topics down my throat that I didn't care for. And it just was like, they were trying to push a square toy into those little like circle toy holes. Like brother in Christ. I'm not, I just, get your shit together teachers. But sadly, we all have to study to pass our classes. So I am here to be your guardian angel and help you develop an effective study routine. I'm the type of person who likes to work smarter not harder and so if i can make studying an easier thing and something that's at least somewhat enjoyable i will and i'm here to help that be the case for you guys so let's get into it to make this easy and less overwhelming i broke everything down into two steps they are detailed steps but only two the first step in setting an effective study routine is planning. So I'm going to go over three aspects with you and break each one of those three aspects down. First off, and pretty important, you need to know what you need to be studying. The more you know about your upcoming tests or quizzes or homework or essays, projects, readings, whatever you have and what they look like, the more you're going to be able to prepare yourself on what needs to be studied. You need to know what you are studying so that you can actually plan a good study session around that specific thing you are studying. The next thing to go over is the fact that you need to plan out a balanced schedule, not only for studying, but also for your day-to-day -day life. Because having a balanced schedule between everything in your life will just make, let me say life again, your life a lot easier and organized and less overwhelming you have things in your life especially at like uni that are specifically fixed meaning like eating there's also class you have to go to class at the specific time that was allotted for you and if you work you have to go to your job and those are things that are fixed in your schedule and don't change maybe eating changes and is a little more flexible but it's definitely a fixed thing in your schedule and then there's things like studying and recreational activities and personal stuff like laundry and laundry <laughs> that are more flexible in your schedule like you don't have to do laundry at 10 a.m every single tuesday you can do laundry on 
Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, whatever works best for you. Like it's not fixed in your schedule. So when it comes to studying, since it is a flexible thing, it should be at the top of your list, most definitely a priority on your list when scheduling and planning out a balanced schedule. Now, probably one of the most important things, which I've probably said about everything so far, is making sure you have planned out enough time to study. As the school year goes further along, you'll see how long it takes you to do certain things. Like maybe it takes you two to four hours to write an essay, or it takes you 20 minutes to do a discussion post. So start noting how long it takes you to complete each studying aspect so that you can properly allot time for those specific when studying and building a schedule. Now I know there are some things that could take you possibly like a whole day to complete and you don't have a whole day to specifically give to that one thing. Split it up into multiple days for a couple hours each day or split it up throughout your day and finish it in like two days instead of spending a whole day trying to get it done. Studying and getting homework and projects and essays done does not need to be hard. If you have a project and you know it's going to take you all damn day, if you do it in one day, don't do it in one day because that's going to overwhelm you and burn you out. Split it up into three days and do one to two hours each day to get this project done. Doing this pre-planning will really give you the mandatory minimum that you need for studying or homework or projects or essays and it's just like really important to know these mandatory minimums so before you go out and do a recreational activity or accept an invite from your friend you know how long you are going to need to spend on that essay or homework before you can go out it'll make sure that you don't get overwhelmed and push your homework or whatever it is to the last second so maybe instead of accepting going to a party one night, you do your essay because there will be many other nights for parties. Or you know the next morning you can get up early and allot the amount of time you need for that essay before class. So you go to the party, but you make sure that next day that you have allotted that time and you are going to get up and do whatever is needed of you. Some other things to keep in mind is you might need two sessions for one assignment or project or a piece of homework. You might need one session to plan everything out, like an outline or just writing down everything that needs to be done for this homework or project. And that could take you anywhere from like 30 minutes to an hour. And then you have another session either later that day or the next day where you actually get that project or homework or essay done. This way, again, so you're not overwhelming yourself and burning out. It really is important to keep in mind that you're human and you cannot work for hours endlessly without burning out. So always just keep that in mind. So to wrap that all up in a cute little bow, just take the time to figure out what works for your schedule so you have the proper amount of time to study. Work smarter, not harder. Now, I know I just told you a lot, so I'm gonna give you a cute little tipsy poo on how to keep everything under wraps with studying. It is a simple little thing that can be done in like 30 minutes. Make a to-do list. When I was in college, 
I would take either Saturday or Sunday and I would plan out a weekly to-do list of everything that was required of me academically. This way, I was able to keep myself accountable for all the schoolwork and all the academic stuff that I needed to do for the week. Now, if you want to go in more depth, create a daily to-do list. And you can do that the night before or right when you wake up in the morning. It doesn't have to be a big hullabaloo. It honestly just depends what works better for you in your schedule. Now, when putting together this to-do list, make sure you're not just generalizing. Is that a word? Generalizing? What you put on your planner. So don't say study for philosophy. Put exactly what you have to do. So you could say read pages 42 to 63 of Locke's dissertation. I don't know if that's actually a thing. I just made that up. But put exactly what you have to do. Not only will this help you keep track of like what you are doing and like what you can check off of your weekly to-do list, but this will also tell you how much time you need exactly to get this piece done. It could take you two hours to read a philosophy paper. It literally once took me four hours to read through like 40 pages of philosophy reading. And it only takes me like 10 minutes to complete the study questions that come after that. So if I put study for philosophy, I don't know, am I reading? Am I doing my study questions? Am I doing a different assignment? Like, what am I doing here? How much time do I need? So you just specifically put what it is you have to do so you know how much time you need to allot for that thing. Now, here we are, step two, the actual studying part. I'll say this right off the bat, Treat your study sessions like class. Unless you're dying of the bubonic plague or you have some sort of family emergency, don't skip your study sessions. These are just as important as classes. Now that that's out of the way, first things first is atmosphere. Establishing habits of studying is very important to your academic career and should be treated as such. Creating the perfect atmosphere is very important and definitely a key into starting an effective study routine. Now, I'm not talking about lighting candles or putting on a specific type of music or setting the mood. I'm talking about the discipline to dedicate a certain place to studying. Now, of course, a calm and peaceful and quiet space is also important to studying, but so is being able to have your brain associate a specific spot or place with studying. Your bed is for sleeping. Your kitchen is for eating. Your bathroom is creating World War III after you have dairy because you're lactose intolerant. Your desk should be for studying. Now, don't hate me for saying this, but when you are studying at that desk, do not have your phone with you. Do not go on your phone in the area you have dedicated for studying. You don't want your brain to associate your phone and scrolling through social media or whatever with the area that you are trying to deeply hone in on important academic things. So like if you really have such a heavy urge to scroll and you must go on your phone, Simply stand up from your desk, step away from it. You could sit on the fucking floor, levitate on your ceiling for all I care. Go sit on the toilet, like get away from your desk if you are going to go on your phone. Desk 
equals no phone. Stay off that bitch when at your studying spot. Now, some of you like me maybe don't have a desk. I have my dresser that I'm sitting at. I would generally say don't resort to your bed because your bed is for sleeping and your brain should associate your bed with sleep. And I would also say don't resort to your couch in like a living room because that should be associated with relaxation. So maybe go find a cafe or go find a library. You could even go to a friend's house and go sit at their dining room table. Or you could even go to a park. Like you really just want to find a spot that you can consistently dedicate as your study spot. Either way, no matter where you're studying, just remember to stay off that phone. Studying spot equals in-depth, deep thinking. Your phone will distract you and create procrastination, which is not good for an effective study routine. So now you have built your perfect study routine and you found your study place. What's next? Listen to me closely. Come here. Listen closely. Is actually making everything a habit. Habits are built over time. Don't expect yourself to get into the habit of studying within like two days of trying your new routine. Like Rome wasn't built on a damn day. Habits take time. You're really going to have to search down deep in that soul and core of yours and find that fecking discipline to get that studying done when you planned for it to get done. Otherwise, you're not going to get it done on time and you're going to create a really horrible habit of procrastinating. You really need to push for that discipline and stick to your specific allotted times for studying. Maybe have a friend study with you so that you guys do it together or maybe a friend would distract you so find some random teacher or random person in your class and have them study with you. Not making studying an actual habit will lead to your work piling up and then you get it done like the day or the night before it's due and you're stressed and overwhelmed and it's not the best work you could do for it and you, then you get a bad grade on it. Procrastination is not your best friend. Procrastination is here to ruin you academically. So you do need to find a little bit of that discipline in yourself and really push to make studying a habit. Like I'm telling you, once you make studying a habit, it just becomes so effortless and mindless. It really does just become another aspect of your daily routine, which is what you want because you want studying to be something that is so important to you that it's now a habit and you're no longer procrastinating and you're getting your work done and you have more free time because you're not rushing every night to get your homework done before it's due and you actually have time for yourself and to do whatever you'd like. Now, with all of that being said, you need to be able to learn how to hone in on one task. But also remember, you need to take breaks because you're only human. You can maybe work for like 30 to 45 minutes, maybe an hour if you really are feeling it, and then take like a 10 to 15 minute break and then get back to work or take your break and be done. Like you can go get some food, go get coffee, go get a drink, move around, walk around, like get your blood flowing again, get your brain out of the work and come back to reality for a little bit. Now when you have all of this put together, and I will say it will take time, it could take you a whole semester, but once you have it down and you put in that effort, it will all show you that studying does not have to be that big, scary thing. I hope you guys enjoyed listening to my second episode of my podcast. Everyone stay safe out there. 
Thank you for tuning in today, whether you're listening to the audio or watching the visual version. Thanks for stopping by and hopefully I'll see you soon. Bye.